everybody, and welcome back to First Downs Podcast with your host, John Sendon. Um, glad to have you all back. Um, this is uh, going to be an interesting episode because it is my final mock draft. Um, last episode, I did my first draft and, you know, made some changes. Um, and since then, there's been no real trades, so a lot of people are still in the same. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to jump straight into it. No reason to keep you all waiting. Um, this draft is going to be very interesting because there's four picks that are the most interesting of all of them. That is number three at 49ers, four at Falcons, nine at Denver, and 15 at the Patriots. And I see the Patriots and the, and the Denver Broncos moving up to grab quarterbacks to secure a quarterback in the future but without me rambling on I will get right into the mock draft that I have set up um you know I was doing my mock draft and there's a sub there's a couple here that I see people falling I see people rising um some are just situational you know um one of the players that I have falling is Mika Parsons reason being He's not bad by any means. It's just situationally, the teams ahead of the team I have grabbing him really don't need a linebacker. They ju- they physically don't. So, you know, maybe it's one of those things where he's just too too hard to pass up because we haven't had a linebacker like this in a long time. So maybe he's just too hard of a of an option to pass up. Personally, I think he's good. I could see him easily going to Denver. But I don't think Denver's doing that. I think Denver's going to take a quarterback early. Um, but, yeah, you know, here's my mock draft. It's this upcoming Thursday at 5 o'clock, um, 8 o'clock Eastern, um, 5 o'clock Pacific. Um, so, yeah, I'll watch that. Um, I'll be watching all seven rounds. Um, only going to probably report on the first two rounds for you guys um, come next Tuesday because – Obviously, no. Unless you're a really in-depth fan and you really care about certain things, there's no real reason for anybody to really watch the three through seven. There can be real big sleepers, you know. Tyreek Hill was one. Tom Brady obviously was one of them. You know, there could be sleepers left and right. So you know, just keep your eyes open. But here we have it, my NFL draft. I have. Starting with the Jets, uh, not the Jets, the Jaguars. My sister's condolences. Um, the Jaguars first overall, taking Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, Clemson. It just makes sense. Um, the pick just makes sense. Trevor Lawrence has been the number one guy since coming out of high school, and he's been number one on everybody's draft board. And you know, it it just makes sense to have to have the number one team take the number one pick at, at Trevor Lawrence. There's no reason. If they don't want him, you trade the pick and get a few, get a huge amount of draft capital and call it a day. Um, number two, Jets take Zach Wilson. It was a questionable pick um, because of the simple fact that they still had Sam Darnold. They traded Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers. Now it's officially there that he will he will probably be a Jet. But don't be surprised if this is all just a giant smokescreen. You know, you never really know with these teams. I think Zach Wilson will be the pick, but 
only Lord knows that come Thursday, boom, they just take Trey Lance or Justin Fields out of nowhere because whatever. Um, personally, I would take Justin Fields at number two because I've one, I've just been a fan of him since college. And two, I just think he's the second overall quarterback in this draft. I don't know where this hype came in for Zach Wilson. He had one great season, and that was it. Um, and Justin Fields has had great seasons for the last three or four years, so it makes no sense. But I got them taking Zach Wilson, quarterback at BYU. Um, 49ers, here's an interesting pick. I've heard a lot of rumors, a lot of reports. It's Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. Kyle Shanahan likes Mac Jones, the quarterback from Alabama. The, the scouting department likes Trey Lance. Um, they, another pick where it could very easily be Justin Fields. You know, it, a lot of teams like to do these smoke screens. Um, or if you're new here and you don't know what smoke screens are or you're new to the NFL, smoke screens pretty much giving off all these illusions that like, oh, we're going to get this guy, we're going to get this guy, when in reality they want this guy. It's just just the way it is. Um, I got them taking Mac Jones, quarterback, Alabama. Um, he just fits their scheme. You know, I wouldn't have traded up to the third pick to get him. Um, you could have easily gotten him 10 and below. Um, there's no reason to trade up to number three. But they did, and... Um, yeah, he just, he's not mobile at all. He's not mobile at all. He's got brains and accuracy, which are two great things in a quarterback, but mm, to, to be the third pick just for those things is not no bueno. So we'll just have to wait and see how he pans out. Um, he You never know. He may be a Hall of Famer. Even if he is a Hall of Famer, I will still never agree with the fact that they traded up to the third overall to get him. It's just not going to happen, you know. Because you gave up so much to get the guy. And, yes, he's been a, follow, a Hall of Famer, and it's paid off. Don't get me wrong. It's, it'll pay off probably. But you just gave up too much for the guy at that moment, you know. But, oh, well. Um, the Falcons are very interesting. I've heard reports coming up that they want to trade Julio Jones June 1st to save them money. Um and that may influence their pick. I don't think they're going to take quarterback. Matt Ryan's really hasn't lost a step. He's last year he was still a top six, seven quarterback at all of all time. It made no sense where all this quarterback talk came from. Um, their tight ends are good. The receivers are still good, also. But see, here's where it comes into play. Kyle Pitts, the tight end, may be too good of a prospect to pass up. So even though they have Hayden Hurst. He may be too good and too athletic of a pick to pass up. And, you know, you pair that with a two tight end set, Hayden Hurst, that, um, Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley, and Julio Jones, that's a big threat for Matt Ryan to throw to, you know. So I would just think that'd be make that would make sense. And it just seems logical. Um, right here, I got the so that's Kyle Pitts to the Falcons tight end Florida um, for the fifth overall pick Cincinnati Bengals select Panay Sewell tackle Oregon um, dudes and like there's generational talents at quarterback but there's generational talents at every position and this guy Panay Sewell is one of those things you know some people think it's easy to just fix up an offensive line but you know whether you fix it or not, bec um, due to certain things, 
you know, he still has the speed, the athleticism, the arms, the mentality of a true competitor to protect his quarterback. He did it with Justin Herbert at Oregon. He'll do it with Joe Burrow. It just makes sense. Joe Burrow, I now, before I said Jamar Chase would go there because he was buddies with Joe Burrow, but I think the other day, the Bengals released new uniforms. And within that picture of the uniforms or Joe Burrow sitting, you could see the nasty scar he has from tearing his ACL. And that might be a big eye-opener to these Bengals and say, you know what, get our quarterback some help. We need to protect him. We got we to gotta win. We got the weapons. We got things. Our defense is a little eh. But, you know, I think it's time to protect our quarterback. And that's where they go, Pene Sewell. Um, for the sixth overall pick, the Miami Dolphins select Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. Um... The Dolphins need help on defense. They need certain positions, like an edge rusher, a corner, safety. They need positions, but they need to give Tua some big help. You know, the wide receivers last year, I don't think you could really look at Miami and say, man, their offense was a threat. It really wasn't. It was Ryan Fitzpatrick being Ryan Fitzmagic, and it was that stout defense. It was never Tua sitting there saying, hey, I'm I'm here. I'm showing my presence. It, it was none of that. So he, the Dolphins will grab Jamar Chase, help to attack Vailoa, and he will learn from that. He will grow. You know. Numbers. That's pick six. Number seven, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama to the Detroit Lions. Now, Detroit needs help on defense. They really do. But you got a young quarterback in Jared Goff who isn't great. Um, you have an offensive line that's kind of decreasing. But you lost two of your big weapons, Marvin Jones Jr. and Kenny Galladay. Both gone. Poof. Can't have them back. So you go and you grab another receiver to help, and that would be Jalen Waddle. Um, you know, I would say Devontae Smith, but I think teams are deterred by his size. Um, so I think he slips a little. Um, if Jalen Waddle or if Devontae Smith had Jalen Waddle's size, he could be an easy top three pick, top four pick. Um, but with that being said, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama, to the Detroit Lions. And here we go at number eight, our first trade of the day. The Carolina Panthers trade their 15th pick. Uh, not their 15th pick. They trade with the New England Patriots. New England Patriots move from 15 to set to 8 to grab quarterback Justin Fields, Ohio State. Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields to New England just makes sense. And I know a lot of people are going to hate to say it or hate to see it, but that would probably be the next dynasty. It baffles me that people are sleeping on Justin Fields so much for no reason. The dude is lights out. You know, I don't see why people... He's got the athleticism. He's working through progressions, which we saw him work that out. He is a tough guy. He got hit in the ribs against Clemson, came back and whooped him like 47 points, 48 points. Like, the dude's a monster. And then reports came out that he has an epilepsy and he gets seizures and stuff, which he's taking pills for. You know, hopefully he's working all that out. And that's kind of deterring people. 
it's not just him. It's just any medical issue kind of deters people from certain prospects, just the way it is. Um, you know, it's it's not just him. It's just the way that that has happened. Um, but yeah, New England gets a, a monster trades a monster thing to get a monster player, and they get their quarterback of the future. Um, I had New England trading their eighth overall pick. Um, God, not their eighth overall. My bad. The Panthers would receive the 15th overall pick, a 2022 first rounder, the second rounder of New England, and Stephon Gilmore, those four things, and New England would receive the eighth pick and a fourth rounder. Now, that may seem like a lot, but one, Stephon Gilmore will add a winning culture to a young Panthers defense. Uh, Matt, Matt Rule went all in on defense. There ain't no reason why he doesn't want to add a little bit more defense. They got Sam Darnold, already still a young quarterback. They have Teddy Bridgewater, who didn't have a great season, but I think he can treat, he can groom Sam Darnold, and they can work together. Um, plus, money's a big issue. You know, they cut him or or trade him or anything, they're gonna take a big hit. So it would just help. It, it just makes sense. It's just a make sense trade. New England gets their quarterback. The Carolina Panthers get their receiver, their their corner. It just makes sense. It's a fair trade. They're not they're not falling to like the thirty second. They're falling to fifteen. You could get some good picks for the defense at the fifteenth pick. Um, here at number nine, Denver doesn't move. They don't take defense. They grab Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State. Um, I've heard a lot of reports also that Denver is looking at Mac Jones. Denver needs to stay away from Mac Jones, okay? As a Denver fan, I'm sick of us just grabbing pretty much the tallest quarterback and, you know, other extremities that make him that quarterback. I'm tired of that. I want an athletic guy. You know, Drew Locke may prove to be a good quarterback, may not. But with us, I'm sick of waiting. You know, we're in a win-now mode. We need a quarterback. And... Trey Lance needs a little bit of help, a little bit of work, but I think he he can be a real prime quarterback. You know, I think he can he has the same umph as and gusto as Josh Allen coming out of the draft. And the Broncos missed out on Josh Allen one year; they're not going to miss out on another Josh Allen, which would be Trey Lance. So, number nine, Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State, going to the Denver Broncos. Here to number ten. The Cowboys select Patrick Sertan, the second cornerback, Alabama. Let's face it, this makes sense. Patrick Sertan, my number one corner on my board right now. You know, um, it, it makes sense. He's a power hitter. He's got speed. He's versatile. He's got the hips to move. His footwork needs a little bit of work. But th coming from like the 31st or 32nd ranked defense, they're garbage. They need help. And Patrick Sertan may not give them all the help they need but it'll start somewhere you know you have to start somewhere with that team um and it'd be interesting to see mike mccarthy actually have a full season of training his full quarterback back his running back his offensive lines all healthy it'll be very interesting to see i think mike mccarthy got a little bit too much hate last season listen nothing was going well for the cowboys okay Dak was playing great, then he gets injured. Run, running back Ezekiel Elliott has not shown up since he signed that big contract. The receivers not were, were okay. They're not bad. 
but you know they don't really have a great tight end Dalton Schultz is not wow um but it's just their defense they're they're terrible on all three phases linebackers are meh front line sucked and their secondary is atrocious they did find a diamond in the rough Trevon Diggs who's actually pretty good if you watch his tape and stuff he's pretty good but you know they're young they need somebody um, and good thing with Alabama corner is, uh, Patrick Sertan is he just won a championship so he's got that winning eagerness to him so he wants to win more which will get him frustrated if they start losing angry he wants to win he wants to succeed and bada bing bada boom there you go there you have a winning culture starting with just a young corner you know so at number 11 the Giants I've, I've heard a lot of stuff saying the Giants want Joe Judge wants Mika Parsons the scouting says go wide receiver and the general manager wants to wants to trade down there was a leaked image from the Chargers saying they traded up to 11 which could happen um, it was quickly deleted off Twitter um, I could very easily see the Chargers moving up um, grabbing an offensive lineman if they feel he's going to be there, if they feel he's not going to be there. Um, you know, I feel the New York Giants are going to go wide receiver, help out Daniel Jones as much as they can, and figure out what they have in Daniel Jones. The defense was actually playing lights like pretty well last season if you watch their tape. The defense wasn't the problem, actually. It was the offense that was the problem. Offense, Daniel Jones couldn't get anything going. The run game was garbage. The offensive line wasn't playing well. The receivers were dropping ball. It was just a show on offense. Defense, you don't really need to touch the defense. They're, they're finding their way. Defensive coordinator, they're, they're doing their thing. So you, f you help out offense. You grab the Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. He goes to the Nor New York Giants. Here at pick 12, I have the Philadelphia Eagles grabbing J.C. Horn, cornerback, South Carolina. Now, J.C. Horn was my third corner on my on my big board, but he's kind of he's kind of risen up because when you really watch him, he's a more all around corner than Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley's got speed, but Caleb Farley kind of struggles in certain coverages. So J.C. Horn just feels like the more complete corner. Do I think he's better than Patrick Sertan? No, but they could be very close in some regards, depending on who you're talking to. Um, the Eagles traded um, traded away some players, got rid of some players. Defense wasn't good. New defensive coordinator, new head coach, new culture. We'll see what they do with the 12th pick. Um, J.C. Horn makes sense, um, and we'll see what that what that defense can do. You know, the offense is still very young, so give them some time with Jalen Hurts and stuff. But I do expect a defensive pick, J.C. Horn, to the to the Philadelphia Eagles to help out that struggling young secondary. Um, at pick number 13, Charger, Los Angeles Chargers select Rashawn Slater tackle Northwestern. Now, what's very interesting is that earlier I was talking about the trade between 11th pick, New York Giants, and the 13th pick, the Chargers. It doesn't really make sense to trade up ahead of the Eagles, you know, to give up stuff. You're, you're right there, you know. Giants aren't taking offensive line. 
take you to offensive line and um sorry I got a little choked up. Um it the Giants aren't taking offensive line. They they want from the organization they either think it's a defensive pick as in linebacker, corner, whatever, safety, whatever you want to call it. Or wide receiver. There's no way I don't see them taking an offensive lineman. They really don't need it, you know. Offensive line's okay, it's rebuilding, but it's time to see what Daniel Jones can do. You know, no more excuses, it's time to see what he can do. Um, 14th overall pick, Minnesota Vikings select Trevon Morig, safety, TCU. The Vikings are kind of a little mess right now. Um, you know, they don't really need receiver because Justin Jefferson has proven he could be number one, so it's not that. It's their defense that really needs help, and especially, especially the secondary. Um, so they just get help at the safety position. Uh, Trevon Morig hasn't been talked about enough. He's actually a really good safety. He played versatile one-man coverage, deep coverage, zone, man, whatever you want to call him, 4-3, whatever. He runs well. He moves his body really well. He's just overall a good, a good pick. And it just makes sense for the Vikings to get defensive help. You know, they don't need to worry about wide receiver. They don't need to worry about tight end, corner, offensive line. They're okay. Um, it's the defense that needs help. Um, here we go at pick number 15, the Carolina Panthers. Um, I got them taking Greg Newsom, the second corner. Northwestern. Now, I said before that they take, they get Stephon Gilmore, which is fine. But Greg Newsom can kind of play different positions. You can move him to safety, um, pair him up with Jeremy Chin. You can move him to free safety, corner, you know, different positions. They they need help, no matter what. They're a very young team, so you know you add the veteran, you get another corner, you just beef up on defense. It just makes sense. Um. It could be a great pick. It could not be. Greg Newsom's got a high ceiling, got a low ceiling. Um, like I said before, I had Caleb Farley as my th- as my second overall pick for the big boards um, that I have at the corner position, but he's kind of fallen. I don't think he's better than Greg Newsom. I just feel that certain teams will look at certain prospects, and I feel that – Matt Rule will take a look at that corner, Greg Newsom, more than he would Caleb Farley. Um, number 16, the Arizona Cardinals select Christian Barmore. Defensive defensive line, ugh, Alabama. They need help on the interior D-line for Arizona. Off The edges are okay. Linebackers are fine. Secondary is a veteran, so they know how to play. It's the interior D-line. They don't need receivers. I know they want to trade up for a receiver. You don't need to trade up for a receiver. Take who you can get. You can get Christian Barmore. He's a good defensive lineman, good D tackle. He could fit spots. He can move. He can run. He can do it all. So don't worry. Just take Christian Barmore, and it would just it'll it'll help your defense. Um, I don't know what it is about the Arizona Cardinals. I don't see them close to a Super Bowl, but I don't see them far away. Um, maybe within the next two or three years, maybe even four max, we can see w- what the Arizona Cardinals can really be- can really bring. Um, so yeah, we'll just see what happens. Um, number seventeen, all the Raiders fans out there, congratulations, y'all get Las Vegas Raiders select Mika Parsons um, or Micah Parsons. Uh, 
linebacker, Penn State. I see him falling. Um, like I said before earlier, it's not that he's bad. He's not bad at all. It's just due to positional needs for the teams ahead. You know, Panthers don't really need a linebacker. The Cardinals don't need a linebacker. I can see the Chargers grabbing him if he's there, but I don't think so. Trevon Morig to the Vikings makes sense. You know, it just... The Ve- the Vegas Raiders' biggest threat to grabbing Mika Parsons would be the Giants at 11 and Denver at 9. If not, I could see him slipping. I don't see... I could see the Raiders trading up to 15 with the Panthers again or 14 to the Vikings to grab him if he's available. But if not, I see him slipping and bada-bing, bada-boom, the Raiders get some help on defense and they grab the generational linebacker, Mika Parsons. Um, number 18 overall, the Miami Dolphins select Christian Derisaw, tackle Virginia Tech. Christian Derisaw is a very underrated tackle. I think he's very good. A lot of people see him as a second-round talent, but I don't think so. Um, you're getting Tua Tagovailoa help and an uh, help and offensive weapons. It you're just building up the offense now. Your defense doesn't need a lot of changing. You have a lot of pieces that are still intact. It's just you get Tua some help. He doesn't have to run around anymore. He wouldn't have to worry. He can protect his blind side. You can move him around on the line. He's just a good pick and. You know, he's got the arm length. He's he's not huge, but he's still a good size tackle. At number 19, Washington football team, bearing a trade-up, which I could see happening. I don't see it happening in mine. But bearing a trade-up, I see the Washington football team taking Jeremiah Wosu Kodomoa, linebacker in Notre Dame. Um, He's like Mika Parsons, you know. He's just a good linebacker. He can play really well. I know a lot of people see him as free safety. I can see him there. He's just built to play around everywhere. Um, obviously not corner, but he can play different positions. He can play man zone. He can spy on the quarterback. Um, it just helps, especially with a quarter in, in a division with Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott, which like to run. Um, Daniel Jones doesn't run all that much, but um, those two which like to run. You need a spy. He could be a good spy. Washington football team beef up their defense, which is already getting good. Um, a lot of people say they take quarterback. I don't think they need to take quarterback this 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 draft. If there's one that you really really like and you have the capital to zip up to like top ten, top ten, top fifteen, and grab them, you do it. Go ahead, be my guest. But you just signed Taylor Heineke to a cheap deal. See what he can do. You got Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know. Don't disregard what Taylor Heineke did in the in the playoffs. You know, maybe he won't transform that into an actual career. Maybe not. But you got the opportunity to to see what he can do. If not, there's quarterbacks next year. It's not a quarterback heavy draft, so not everybody's going to be looking for a quarterback. Not a lot of teams are going to need a quarterback, so it's okay. You know, you could go grab Sam Howell, North Carolina. You could go Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma. There's quarterbacks coming out in the draft that you don't need to trade up for this one. Um, so, I see them grabbing a linebacker, help out in the middle. All makes sense. Um, for the number 20 overall pick, the Chicago Bears select Elijah Vera Tucker, tackle USC. Um, he was my third um, tackle prospect coming out this year. Um, 
Christian Jarrett saw ahead, it's just one of those things, you know, certain teams look at certain players, it's just for them, that's who they feel. It's all that, but Chicago Bears, they need quarterback help. I don't think they get it this year. They need to wait a year. Um, Should have just signed Trubisky to a cheap deal. There was no reason to let him go. And then you sign Andy Dalton. And no disrespect to Andy Dalton, but he ain't in his prime anymore. And he's not really that good anymore. Um, I feel bad for Bears fans. You know, Matt Nagy's not a great coach anymore. That defense is stout, but it's just getting wasted away, you know. After the Khalil Mack trade, nobody's known what's going to happen to the to the Bears. That's it. Just poof. So, you know, they're going to fix up some things. Hopefully they can get stuff going. They can be good again. They can play well. And hopefully it could, they just help each other. And they just make the right moves. Um, pick number 21, the Indianapolis Colts select Quidi Pay, edge rusher, Michigan. Quidi Pay has fallen down a lot of people's draft boards. Um, I think he's really good. Um, I think he could even go into the top 15 if teams really like him. I think it, it just makes sense for the Colts because the Colts have had no edge rusher for the last two years. They've been utter garbage on the edge. They, they just haven't been able to be good. And that costs them games and certain things. So they get the edge rusher, Quidi Pay. Um, he can bend, he can move, he can shift, he can play on each side. On each side. It don't matter. He can cover the running back coming off the side. It, we've seen it on cover screens, bubbles, whatever. And he's just a good pick. You know, he's falling down people's draft boards, but not mine. I think he's. I think that would be a perfect, a, a perfect pick for the Indianapolis Colts. At twenty-two, here it goes. Tennessee Titans take Caleb Farley, cornerback, Virginia Tech. Caleb Farley has fallen down. A lot of people's draft boards, not mine. I think he's still number two or number three. Um, he's fallen down to five, four, whatever you want to call it for for other people. I don't know why. I can't explain it. But luckily, the Tennessee Titans, they might have to trade up to get him. But I definitely think the the Tennessee Titans could could nab him and he could be a pretty sweet pick um, especially with the chip on his shoulder now a lot of people thought he was number two now it's only four five six whatever on your on your big board so it just makes sense the Caleb Farley pick would be great they suck at the secondary they suck in the front pretty much the defense is kind of all around just meh their offense is what really keeps them in games um, with Derrick Henry Ryan Tannehill um, so We'll see Caleb Farley go to the Tennessee Titans. Right here, we see the number 23rd overall pick. The second pick that the Jets hold would be Jason Owe, edge rusher, Penn State. Um, the Jets have had a good defense. Actually, they've had a pretty decent defense. You know, if you watch some of the games, they lose games, but they've had a pretty decent defense. And. They just need an edge rusher. They just really need one. They don't have one on either sides. They got Quinn and Williams up the up the middle, but that's about it. So they get an edge rusher. He's not wow, but he'll fit the role. He'll fit the scheme. Robert Sala's a defensive-minded head coach. He's going to like the pick, and he'll take him. Um, number 24, first running back off the board. He goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Travis Etienne, running back, Clemson. I've seen a lot of people say that they need to focus on tackle. They need to focus on 
edge. They need to focus safe, whatever. No, they need to focus running back. They really do. James Conner's gone. Benny Snell's not good. You know, I don't even know who, who else is on their death chart. So they just need to grab a good running back, call it a day, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, New Year's, whatever you want to say it, and have a good running back. You know, Ben Roethlisberger is on the edge of his rope. He will probably retire next year. And they have Dwayne Haskins who can learn behind Ben Roethlisberger. And hopefully he turns out good. But they have that security blanket at running back. He's a power back. He's good, shifty, can move around. He can catch. You know, it's just he's just a great pick. So first running back off the board would be Travis Etienne. Um, with the 25th overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Walker Little, tackle Stanford. Um, Walker Little is very underrated, um, and it it would help to get help on the defense if they wanted to, but if not, you protect uh, Trevor Lawrence. We saw what happened with Joe Burrow when you don't have an offensive line. Don't ruin the kid's rookie season. Get another offensive lineman. Don't worry about anything else. Just get another offensive lineman. Um, you could trade up and try to get Elijah Vera Tucker if you want from Chicago at 20. Or you could stay there and probably get Walker Little. He's not going to go that far. He's not on everybody's big board. He's not everybody's number one overall pick. So, you know, you get Walker Little, you get Trevor Lawrence, you start building up that offense. You have offensive weapons already, so you're good. Tight ends, meh. Your secondary and your defense is is growing better. You know, um, I would have said they could have gotten running back also, but they have James Robinson for cheap, and he's been a really good undrafted free agent. Really good. So, um, Trevor Lawrence should be excited. Um, for the 26th pick in the NFL draft, the Cleveland Browns select Jalen Phillips, edge rusher, Miami, Florida. Um, they just really don't have a big edge rusher to help. Well, they just got actually. They just got Jadavian Clowney. I completely forgot about that. Um, so this pick could be changed, actually. But if not, you know, Jalen Phillips can move around. He can play linebacker. He's very he's very athletic. He's more like a Kiko Alonso hybrid build type of ordeal. You know, he's not thick enough to be defensive line interior. But he's lean enough to be edge rusher or linebacker, and they could really move his position around. Um... At 27 overall, the Baltimore Ravens select Elijah Moore, wide receiver, Mississippi. Um, I know a lot of people say Rashad Bateman goes to the Baltimore Ravens, but when you really look at the products that Ole Miss has produced, you see DK Metcalf, A.J. Brown. Those are two very big names, and I think Lamar Jackson says, you know what, I want Elijah Moore because look at the way he's built. Look at his route running. Look at his hands. He's just a good all-around wide receiver. Um, I know a lot of people had Rashad Bateman from Minnesota being the third or f or fourth or even fifth receiver, but no, 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 no. I got Elijah Moore up there. Um, would I say he's better than Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase, or Jalen Waddle? No, but he is definitely my fourth favorite court, uh, wide receiver coming out of the draft. Um, so here we have the 28th overall pick. The New Orleans Saints select Asante Samuel, cornerback, Florida State. Asante Samuel is a very underrated, 
very, very underrated corner. He's good. He's fast. He's built. He's just great. Um, they need help on the on the secondary. The secondary is getting a bit older. Um, they got Jameis Winston on offense. They got Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara still there, so it's all going to be good on offense. But their secondary needs help, and that's how you start helping it. Um, for the 29th overall pick, the Green Bay Packers select Rashad Bateman, a wide receiver, Minnesota. Let's face it, Green Bay needs to get Rodgers some help. They got Jordan Love last year for whatever reason, and now it's time to get him some help. Um, here you go. They get Rashad Bateman. He's a good route runner, big hands, not huge, but he, he's a good he's a good playmaker down the field. Pair him up with uh, Devontae Adams. With the 30th overall pick in the NFL Draft, the Buffalo Bills select Najee Harris, running back, Alabama. Um, a lot of people see them getting certain things to help out the defense, but let's face it, they've had no running game. They've had no running game. There was a game where they played against the Chiefs. It was snowing. They just sucked. They had no running game to pound the ball. So you get a big guy in Najee Harris. He's shifty. He can pass. He can catch. He can do it all. You take him. A lot of people are going to be meh about the pick. It just makes sense because, yes, you could get him in the second round. But why not? You know, you don't need a lot of pieces to win. You just need a running back, really, and maybe a couple D lineman, but grab the running back. He's good and go on your merry way. Get Josh Allen some extra help so he doesn't have to run all the time. With the 31st pick in the NFL draft, the Baltimore Ravens, who have another pick traded with the Chiefs, take Tevin Jenkins, tackle, Oklahoma State. That's another tackle getting taken in the first round. There's a lot of tackles, corners, and wide receivers being taken in this first round because of how deep the class is and how good these players are. Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State, it doesn't have a wow factor to him, but the Ravens have lost good offensive linemen this offseason, traded away some good players. They need to get some good players back, so they get Tevin Jenkins to help out Lamar Jackson and maybe have him pass them in the pocket a little bit more. Um... And they get the wide receiver to help Lamar Jackson. So it, just, it would just make a perfect sense to fill up the little holes in the offense and get back to that Super Bowl run you guys had. You don't need defense. Your defense is fine. You need offense, and that will help your team. Um, for the 32nd pick in the NFL Draft, the final pick of the first round of the NFL Draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Elijah Molden, safety, Washington uh, Washington University. The Tampa Bay Bucks really don't need a lot of pieces. You know, you look at them, they're pretty stout everywhere. They have a young secondary, young D uh, linebackers. They don't need, really need anybody. So, what do you do? You load up on safety to pair with Antoine Winfield. Two really, one's a hard-hitting safety, one's a more technical safety. Elijah, Elijah Molden's a more, he's a lower, he's a smaller safety, but he, he's a good safety. And you just help him. You could groom him. You can use him. It just makes sense. You could trade out, you know. And it, it just helps to have that extra thing. You don't need running back. You don't need quarterback. You don't need receiver. You don't need any of that. So the Tampa Bay Bucks select Elijah Molden, 
as the final pick in the first round of the NFL of the 2021 NFL draft. Now, there's a lot of picks that were just thrown at you people. A lot of them may not make sense to certain fans. A lot of them may make sense. They may say, I hate that pick. I don't want that pick. I think we should trade up. And that's what's so beautiful about this NFL draft is that besides the first two picks in Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson to the Jaguars and the Jets, we physically have no idea who's going three and beyond. We physically do not know. Um, There's a lot of good quarterbacks, a lot of trades could happen. I've been hearing once again another report that the rate that the Saints want to take a pick at 28 and trade back to 32 with the Tampa Bay Bucks or with the Ravens and grab um, the guy the kid from uh, Stanford Hill um, the rookie. People see him as being the sixth quarterback taken because there's Trevor Lawrence one, Zach Wilson two, Mac Jones three, Justin Fields four, and Trey Lance five, and that's pretty much it. And then they could add a sixth one, but I don't think they need to add a quarterback at the moment. Um, they have the luxury of seeing if Taysom Hill or um, Jameis Winston can be good, and we'll just see from there. Um, honestly, my favorite picks, if I had to, for my mock draft that I'm telling you guys about, my favorite picks would have to be number eight, Justin Fields to New England. I would love that pick. Um, I personally want Justin Fields in Denver, but, you know, it'd be interesting to see how, what Bill Belichick comes up with to, to mold the, mold the team with him. Um... And number nine, another pick I really love, Trey Lance, Denver Bronco. Broncos fan, so it makes sense why I like that pick. I'm I'm just tired of waiting for the right quarterback. You know, we have the team to win. We need to win now. You know, next year we won't have all these pieces. Kyle Fuller is going to be a free agent. Von Miller is going to be a free agent. We got to exercise Bradley Chubb's fifth-year option. There's all these things that are, are domino-affecting us. And sooner or later, we're going to be at the bottom of the barrel if we don't figure out this quarterback position. You know, John Elway has really screwed up the quarterback position after Peyton Manning left, which makes no sense because he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. How's a Hall of Fame quarterback not pick a quarterback? Makes no sense. But it's happened to Broncos fans. It's the way it is. Um, I go to 17. Love the Las Vegas Raiders pick. You know, I think the Raiders could use safety or corner to help out that young secondary. But they've lost a couple of linebackers, and their linebacker unit, let's be honest, is really not that great. Um, so the Mika Parsons pick just makes sense. It'll help them. It'll groom them. It, it'll overall just complete them. Um, I like the 19th pick, the Washington football team, Jeremiah Wilson koromoa That's a steal right there. Great steal. I don't see him falling that far, but that's a great steal if they could get him. Um, my last favorite pick would have to be the Buffalo Bills with Najee Harris. I know a lot of people say, oh, running back, you can get with how deep the class is, you can get them later on. Yeah, but you can't get a running back like Najee Harris or Travis Etienne. And don't get me wrong, on my big board, it's Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, and Javante Williams from North Carolina. I could see Javante Williams because he's a, he's 
a number one on a lot of people's draft stock going to Buffalo. But, you know, when you see what Najee Harris did last year and the way he performed in the in the championship games, it just adds that extra tape and you're sitting there you're like, you know what, winning culture, winning quarterback, we're winning the division, we're winning the Super Bowl, bada bing, bada boom. You take Najee Harris with the um, what were they, where they at? Thirtieth overall pick. Um. Well, that wraps up this lengthy episode of my final mock draft before Thursday. Once again, Thursday you can watch it on TV. Um. Five o'clock uh, Pacific, eight o'clock Eastern. Hopefully, you have fun. Your team drafts who you want them to. And if your team doesn't draft, give that player a chance. Don't just disregard them right away. Um, especially you 49ers fans. I know a lot of you guys want Justin Fields. If your team takes Mac Jones, I don't agree with him being a third overall pick. But just give him a chance. You know, he's a smart kid. He's a good kid. He plays well. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um, well, that concludes this episode of First Downs Podcast. Once again, with your host, John Senden. Um, hopefully, you'll tune in next week, next Tuesday or so, um, as I will be giving my rundown of the first round. And maybe Wednesday, maybe a double double podcast episode of the second round. Because um, I know a lot of people, there's a lot of question marks in the second round. Kyle Trask is a big one. Um, you know... Jamonte Williams, the running back I was telling you about. It'd just be interesting to see. So, enjoy. Have a great day. Have fun watching the draft. And hopefully, I see y'all in the next one. Bye-bye.